Nope. I can't dance. I mean, I can dance a little bit. I can do the bye, 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 or whatever. Okay, here we go. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. I have this issue, it's a problem, it's a personality flaw, character flaw, and that is that I am not always on time. If someone uh, cancels an appointment with me or they show up late to the appointment, I, I'm gonna say 9.9 .9 times out of 10, I am completely 100% okay with that because, because what that means is I'm not late. It means I didn't cancel. It means that I'm where I should be because I have this again, character flaw where I am often late. And what happened a little while back is I was late for Sunday mass. Um, it was not, wasn't like really, really late, but it was late enough that like the lecturer got, the lector got up to say, um, we're still on time. You're at the right mass, but we're waiting for the priest still. And I was like, gosh, I could hear him cause I was coming in. Anyways, long story short, when I got in front of everybody, you know, after the procession happened, I was just really struck by this. I was really struck by, um, I wanted to say, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for being late. There's two things, of course. Um, it's one thing to say I'm sorry, another thing to change <laughs> your behavior. So I can say I'm sorry and then not change. That's surface level, right? That's giving lip service and it's not really repenting. Um, and I think we do this a lot with God. Or maybe, maybe I'm the only one. Um, where I say to God, I'm sorry. And I, I genuinely can feel bad about it. But I'm not really interested in changing how I'm going to move forward from there on. So that's one thing. I can say I'm sorry and just move on. But I realized this, I realized this, I was looking at the faces of all these people who mass started, I don't know, six minutes late, seven minutes late. I was struck by the, the fact that I couldn't just say, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no problem. I had to ask for their forgiveness. And the reason why is because the difference there is in my mind, at least in my heart and my perception of this is because I'm sorry, move on. When I have to say, I need to ask you to forgive me, it's because I recognize I cost you something. Maybe it was only seven minutes or, you know, or six or seven minutes, but you got here on time, the people in the congregation, right? You made the sacrifice to be here. And then I wasn't, I wasn't here on time. And it cost you something. So I can't just say, oh, I'm sorry, moving on. I had to say, could you please forgive me for the time I stole from you? And you might think like, Father, you're being a little dramatic. Are you a little bit kind of heaping coals on your, on your head? And I'd say I'm not. I'm just trying to take this seriously. The fact that, again, I'll say it a thousandth time. I, my actions, my being late, cost them something. And I think this is true when it comes to approaching the Lord as well. Not only can we just say I'm sorry and move on with no intention of changing, but I know, our, I know myself. I can say, God, I'm sorry. And I know you're going to forgive me. You're, you're God of mercy and it's true. He loves you and he wants to forgive you. He loves me. He wants to forgive me. But every time he does, it costs him something. And I need to let that sink into my mind and how I see forgiveness. I need that to sink into my heart and how I ask for forgiveness. Every time I ask God for forgiveness, it costs him something. It cost him that the pain of the cross. It cost him the incarnation. It cost him his death. It cost him the time in the, in the tomb. It cost him the resurrection. Every time I ask God for forgiveness, it costs him something. So when I say, God, please forgive me because my sin came with a price and I need to hold the weight of that in my hands. 
And I think more of us, maybe, I mean, maybe not you, maybe you already have that, maybe you understand this, but maybe more of us need to hold the weight of that in our hands and realize, oh my gosh, Lord, every time you've forgiven me and every time you will forgive me, it costs you something. Now, here's the last thing. It's, it's a price that he wants to pay. It, we might think, like, I can't ask for his mercy because I can't go to the confession because, because I, don't, I, don't, I don't want him to have to pay that price. Listen, he already paid the price. It's the one sacrifice once for all on the cross where he wants us to say, Lord, please, will you pay that out again? Not die again for us. Will you give me the mercy that you won for me on Calvary? He wants to. So we can't make the excuse of, well, I don't want to make him do this. He desires to have mercy on you and on me. But we have to also take this into consideration. Every time he does, in some mysterious way, it costs him. I think that's a good thing to, to hold on to, a good thing to weigh out. Because not only does it highlight, like, okay, this is what sin costs, but it also highlights, wow, God, this is how much you love me. And that's how much he loves you. For all of us here to Sense Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.